All right. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Coach Chris. Uh, Friday afternoon, uh, getting ready to, to go get coaching there at the 4.30 and 5.30 classes. Just wanted to, to jump in and provide a little bit of uh, some more context with this podcast because I felt like there's a, a gap uh, existing in between like the second episode I did with my dad about heart health and getting curious. And all of a sudden we jump into, you know, talking about the F45 challenge and so forth. So, uh, if you've listened to the second episode, awesome. I know I've talked to a couple of people about it, but if you haven't go back and check that out. Uh, I talked to my dad about, uh, his, uh, experience having a heart attack about four years ago, actually this weekend and, um, kind of how it's changed his, his mindset and kind of his approach to his health and also how it's influenced, um, you know, my pursuit of, of, of I guess, be more cognizant about cardiovascular health, especially with heart disease running in our family. So I think the biggest thing that, that I got from that conversation with my dad uh, then in February was kind of getting curious about your own health and wanting, and going to see the doctor because I think there's some fear that lurks in people's minds about uh, you know, what they're going to tell you, what the results are going to be, because somewhere deep in your mind, you know, that something exists, that there may be this chance that I may have something wrong with me. Uh, and that's not always the case. Uh, and so I got curious uh, and went and visited a physician that both of my parents had seen. So that physician had essentially a medical profile on both of them. And this kind of helped uh, paint a better story or get a better picture for me and help me understand exactly what challenges I might be facing from a cardiovascular disease or heart disease perspective and then kind of how to be more proactive and, and change the direction and the trajectory of, of my life and kind of just things that I have to do every single day now because um, I probably wasn't doing them uh, at that time. So uh, early morning appointment, I think it was probably... I want to say maybe 8 a.m. over in Ferris, Texas, uh, and you probably wonder why, you know, living in Alito, why would I drive to Ferris? Well, I guess he's the guy when it comes to, to this kind of heart health um, uh, understanding uh, and, and whatever. So um, show up at 8 a.m. And, and first do like three or four different blood draws, I think, and then I got like the flu shot at the same time. Uh, and then a couple weeks go by, we get the results back from the test, and we go, and he sent the blood across, um, I had to analyze across like seven, 27 different tests, uh, you know, looking at different inflammatory markers, you know, high hemocysteine levels that are typical for cardiovascular or at-risk cardiovascular patients, uh, APOE, um, there's another one I'm forgetting right now. I'm, I'm not extremely versed as, as he is or, or a physician is uh, in some of these terms, but essentially I don't have as high a risk as my parents do because of how active I am. I've done uh, several sprint triathlons, I've done a half marathon, and that's kind of where my like endurance uh, athleticism stops. Um, and there's others, you know, amongst us coaches that have done, you know, like um, uh, CrossFit events or have done, uh, you know, like a Tough Mudder and things like that. Maybe even some, some of you guys uh, have done these things before, but uh, because I'm so active in doing those things, my risk isn't as high as I probably was anticipating. Um, some of those inflammatory markers were relatively low. Some might have been a little bit higher, but if we just modify the diet a little bit and add some add some supplementation, then those markers would come down. Uh, secondly, there was, and this helped provide so much clarity for me, 
there was a genetic um, mutation that both of my parents have given me, and it's called the MTHFR mutation. And I've had several conversations with you guys or some of you about this and kind of what it does. And there's seven, six to seven, maybe more variants to this mutation. Some are more severe than others. Um, if you would like some more information on that, please let me know. But um, uh, I guess I don't have as um, as aggressive as a variant is probably is probably a better term, but um, mine is not something to be too concerned about. It's, it, it exists. It's there. We have to be aware of it. We have to eat healthy towards that or to keep that in mind when we do um, eat. Um, but I also take a supplement for for this reason. So it's an MTHFR supplement or methylation supplement. It's essentially a, a, a group that are a, a, a part of our chemical reaction for metabolism is there's an imbalance to that chemical equation and you need that to process folate. It can get deeper in here. I'm not, I'm not going to go in that direction, but essentially it affects my metabolism and it also affects my ability to manufacture neurotransmitters. So dopamine, serotonin, etc. cetera. Uh, and this made a whole hell of a lot of sense for me because in college and even high school, I had a hard time focusing, like reading a paragraph on a page or reading an entire page. I couldn't exactly tell you what I had just read. I might be able to give you like two or three points, but I really couldn't retain much of what I was reading. Uh, experienced high levels of depression and anxiety in college and even leading, I think, over, over the, I think from, you know, 22, 23, all the way up probably to my early 30s. Um, just felt like something was wrong. Uh, and this helped provide a lot of clarity uh, on how, why I was feeling a, a particular way. So if you feel like this may be something for you, I definitely would recommend go getting it checked out or at least try to educate yourself some more uh, on this. But that provided um, a lot of clarity for me and it really kind of helped set off uh, this new trajectory that I've been on since February. Uh, so um, got the results back, did a stress test, also learned that I have endothelial dysfunction, which if you're in the medical field, you probably knows, know what this is. But for those of you who are not, this essentially means that my blood vessels, as I exercise, aren't opening as much as, as they should, or they, they don't kind of get that full opening like they should. So every morning, uh, most times every morning, I take a Beats chewable. It's what you can buy on Amazon from Inhuman. In as a Nancy human, and it's a beets chewable. It's like a pomegranate or a nice flavor that doesn't taste like dirt um, to help with nitric oxide production to help that promote that opening of those blood vessels. Um, and so from there, that kind of put me back on the right train tracks, if you will, of, of trying to lead a healthier uh, lifestyle. I still somewhere along the way tried to... Uh, you know, compromise with myself and justify to myself that I work out so much be so I can eat, so I can enjoy, you know, salsa limon burritos and Sunny Street Cafe pancakes and um, all those unhealthy foods, right? Uh, alcohol, cocktails, beers in the evening. Uh, but eventually I got, uh, I was starting to see a therapist and uh, in the conversations with her, she has suggested to me that I go take an Enneagram test. And it's essentially a personality test, but what I had taken from it is that I tested as high as like this, my score gave me uh, as like the peacemaker and it explains to you what the peacemaker is. 
in the in the score of like nine is this is how a peacemaker functions and i felt very connected to how they were describing that i felt like this was really who i am down to the core but as you get further down the score of eight and seven and six and five and four and three I felt like those five, four, and threes were definitely like how I was living my life at that particular moment. Um, the word sloth was used uh, several times. Um, sloth-like, uh, used several times in the explanation of this, and that did not sit well with me uh, at all uh, for several reasons. Uh, one is I'm not living to the fullest potential that I could for my wife, uh, that I was living to the fullest potential for myself that I'm not showing up to in life and being fully present and fully engaged in that particular moment. And thirdly, I wasn't being fully present for the people that we serve in, in this studio uh, and those who we will continue to serve and, and may come later. Um, and I wasn't comfortable with that. Uh, I didn't like that at all. So that helped motivate me to start 75 hard. Uh, some of you who, who know what this is, as we've talked about this, but for those of you who don't, this is not a physical challenge. This is not a weight loss challenge. This is not uh, any sort of diet. This is a mental toughness challenge. So for 75 days, you complete five of these critical tasks. And those five critical tasks are working out twice a day, one of them being outside for 45 minutes. Both workouts are 45 minutes. One of them being outside. So if it's raining and it's cold, you still have to do it. You can march up and down your driveway if you wanted to. The, thir the third or the second one is drinking a gallon of water every single day. The third is reading 10 pages of uh, self-development, um, entrepreneurial kind of books, you know. So um, one of the books I read was The Four Agreements. Another one is, you know, How to Un-F Yourself uh, was another one. Um, you know, you could go on and on with, with the list of different books that you can read. Uh, taking a progress photo every single day. So standing in front of the mirror, taking your photo. I would label it 75 hard day, you know, whatever it was, and save it into an album for 75 hard. And then the last one is sticking to a diet. Now, this is where people kind of go off in different directions on how what kind of diet they want to do, whether it's keto, calorie counting, macros, whatever, but it's essentially eating to what your goals are. So if you were eat, looking to lose weight, then that's where you're going to be eating. But naturally and regardless, if you're going to be doing this kind of mental toughness challenge, you're going to want to eat cleaner uh, because you can't eat shit and out train a bad diet. That's just not possible. Uh, and if you eat bad at home and think that you're going to outwork this coming into the gym, in the studio, uh, I'm sorry, but you need to go get your head checked. Um, so I did this for 73 days. There was one individual in the studio who just completed 75 hard a couple weeks ago. She is probably um, somebody that I look up to when it comes to completing this challenge, but I did it for 73 days. And the reason that it only went 73 days is because I forgot that progress photo. I let some things get in the way of me completing this task. And I even thought about it several times, but had somehow put it off and put it off and put it off. And that Thursday morning, yesterday morning, I was speaking to this individual. And in that conversation, because uh, we were kind of somewhat jumping the gun on celebrating the end of my 75 hard, which is today, the last day, as is I would have finished it. Um, I immediately recognized that in that moment I had missed that photo 
Uh, and I had made an error before, like I think around 30 to 35 days, I had taken a photo and I just forgot to add it to the album. So small little heart attack, freak out, anxiety moment. And then uh, it happened to, I guess, befall me this time. Uh, I forgot to take that photo. Um, there's been several moments throughout the challenge that I would go back late at night before I got into bed and, and go back downstairs and check my phone and make sure that I had taken the photo just because I had this probably low level of anxiety that I was missing it. Uh, and then, you know, it just happened uh, and I somehow missed it. And so I get to start over. Um, some would... So I would say, oh, well, you kind of did it. Well, in my mind, you did complete it. And in my mind, I didn't. Uh, that is failure. Um, so much discipline has been gained in, in 73 days. Uh, from the visit to the doctor's office, my body fat percentage was at 28. I think maybe 28, 29. And when we started this F45 challenge, I stepped on that scale. And my body fat percentage is down to 8. Uh, so part of the 75 hard was was going on when we got into this challenge. But it is what I've been doing, I guess, along the way. It's, especially maybe with that methylation supplement. But the, the level of discipline that it takes to do this um, is is incredible. Uh, and to see the change that you can make in yourself in that amount of time is unreal. And what we don't recognize in our day-to-day is all those little compromises that we make with ourselves. I've had conversations with you, with some of you, while we're working out or while you guys are working out. And... Um, it's amazing these little negotiations that we make with ourselves day in and day out and just one leads to another and another and another. So essentially one of the other um, goals of this podcast is to kind of bring, bring a new light into how we can really transform ourselves, not in these 45 days, but also over the next, you know, 75 days, six months to the next year. Um, and I guess I'll, I'll leave it with this. I'll leave it as kind of like a cliffhanger. So there's several people that I have talked to that are going to be starting this 75 hard come January 1. Uh, if you want to be one of those people, definitely let us know because so we can create like a small support group because um, this definitely is hard. Uh, the first couple of weeks, you're going to have to battle what is called the bitch voice um, that you want to eat unhealthy or you want to have a glass of wine or you want to have a cocktail. It is very difficult um, to have to, I guess, to, to work through those things the first couple of weeks. But after that, it starts to get a little easier. You kind of get into this somewhat of a flow state. Uh, and then it starts to build from there. Uh, so if you are interested in doing this, there's several members that have completed this before uh, that you can certainly talk to, but uh, be happy to, to help, help educate more on this. Uh, but if you are interested in doing this January 1, uh, definitely let us know. Um, I'm going to be starting it again, November 29th to give, give Thanksgiving, have a, a little Thanksgiving break. Uh, be jumping back on, on the road or back on the 75 hard train come November 29th. Yes, that means I will have to work through Christmas. And yes, it is doable if you start to doubt yourself. Uh, November 29th is when I'll be starting. Otherwise, uh, if you are interested in, in joining or starting with some other members uh, in the studio come January 1, definitely let us know. Uh, but it's always a pleasure talking with you guys. If you have any questions or concerns or comments uh, about the podcast or want us to cover a particular topic, please let us know. Uh, again, this is Coach Chris, uh, and we'll talk to you later. Have a great weekend.